my first year at seminary, there was a course that we were obligated to take called Resource 90. The course was meant for us to learn how to research, how to find different articles and understand how to read articles, but most importantly, how to cite and write research papers. And so as a young, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed seminarian, I thought I knew everything. And so one of the first assignments we were given was to read an article. It was a news article written, I couldn't remember what it was. But at the end of the lesson, the instructor said, look at the footnote and go to the footnote. And as we went back and read the footnote, what was quoted in the article was completely different and was taken completely out of context for the article. The article decided to quote and use that to prove their point, but completely misinterpreted what the original author had to say and why the author was saying it. And as we finished reading the original source, the primary source, we, we, we came to the conclusion that the article and the primary source were going two completely different directions. I bring that up for us today to think about because we, talk, we hear today in our gospel reading, who are we testifying to? Will we come in front of God at our final judgment? Or even in front of our brothers and sisters today, who do we testify to? Who are we speaking of? And how credible is what we're speaking lived out in our daily life? We speak of and we proclaim the risen Lord who has died and rose again from the dead for us. He comes to testify this not because it was a third, fourth, second, third, fourth, or fifth account of his resurrection, but he testifies and does the work of the Father, which is his primary source and mission. The challenge we have in our daily life is we don't want a personal encounter with our Lord and Savior. We don't want to have this primary experience with Him so that through that experience we can testify to what it has done to us in our lives. If we go back and look at the lives of the apostles, especially as they try to figure all this out, they go out to preach, to proclaim the good news. They go out to preach and proclaim the Lord has risen because they themselves have witnessed and come to know that that has happened. Yes, we are not there standing with the disciples encountering the risen Lord. But we can also encounter him through our personal encounter and personal relationship with our Lord. That is how we experience the risen Lord. Every time we come in prayer, whether that's adoration or whether that's mass, we come to meditate and work through the Paschal mystery, his life, his death, and resurrection. That is our opportunity to have that personal encounter, and from that impersonal encounter, leave the church testifying to the truth testifying to what we have experienced in our own lives, testifying how the risen Lord has changed and transformed our lives for the better. The problem is we don't want to testify 
to the primary source. We would prefer to find the best quotes, best things from other authors, from secondary, tertiary sources, and use that as our guidepost. This is what Christ is like from X, Y, and Z person. I'm living out Christ's experience through a third, a fourth, a fifth person. I want to understand Christ in and through a secondary or tertiary person. Because we're so afraid of really having that encounter. We're so afraid of what that transformation can do. We're so afraid of that personal relationship. To put it very simply, think about the, the first time you encountered your spouse. It wasn't easy to drum up the, the courage to walk across the room to meet them. It wasn't always easy to take that first step and be vulnerable with that other person. With our relationship with God, we are still stuck in that point. But if we look at our relationship with our spouses, how much we have matured, how much we have grown, how much we have changed, and how much for the better have we gotten? Why do we not want that for ourselves? Why do we not want that for our relationship with Christ? And why do we not want that for our spiritual journey towards heaven? That is our testimony. Our love that is manifested between husband and wife is the words that we use to testify. So what words are we using to testify to the risen Lord? What are we doing in that relationship to bring about our testimony? Are we testifying to the, about the risen Lord from our own experience, our own encounter, our own relationship? Or are we testifying to someone else's account of the risen Lord? Amen.